this summer. Your local movie theater transforms into a tent revival for sharing Jesus. Join believers nationwide for the Million Souls campaign, inviting unsaved loved ones to experience The Firing Squad, a new evangelistic movie starring Kevin Sorbo and Cuba Gooding Jr. Witness the true story that made worldwide headlines, American prisoners discovering faith in Christ while awaiting execution for their crimes in a third world country, transforming their lives and the entire prison in the process. After the movie and before the credits roll, Kevin Sorbo will come on the screen to lead the entire theater in a prayer to commit one's life to Jesus Christ. Visit FiringSquadFilm.com and learn how to get free tickets and more for your unsaved loved ones and become part of this unique event. Bring friends, family, and your faith. Learn more at FiringSquadFilm.com. That's FiringSquadFilm.com. Entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Am I am I allowed to say Merry Christmas still? Can I still say Merry Christmas? Well, I will. How about that? Merry Christmas. I think technically we're still into the end of the season. It's Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today, coming to you from glorious West Michigan, where it's cold. But boy, oh boy, are we glad that uh, we don't have, like, feet of snow like we normally do. Lots to talk about today, including what happened uh, on Christmas in Nashville. Still questions surrounding this bombing. We're going to try and get down to the bottom of it. We'll go to the street and see if we get the latest. Plus, we'll talk about the stimulus and much more. All of that coming up and your chance to join us in moments right here on the Glenn Beck Program. Back right after this. This is... The Glenn Beck Program. It's due. Drum roll, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Chamonix has extended their Christmas and holiday season sale for a limited time. Give yourself the gift of looking years younger with Chamonix's brand new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum absolutely free with your order. The new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum from Chamonix means skin that is smooth as silk, free from redness, acne and acne scars, and faster collagen production. Zotique increases firmness, smoothness, and diminishes adult acne, redness, and stress breakouts. You can even say goodbye to crow's feet and laugh lines. And with its immediate effect, you're going to see results in 12 hours or less. You're going to see the difference guaranteed or 100% of your money back. That's the Chamonix promise. Call 800-577-8709 or go to GenuCell.com. Treat yourself. Get Chamonix's brand new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum, Crystal's at-home microderm abrasion treatment, exfoliating mask, and a surprise luxury gift, all free with your order today. Plus, free upgrade to priority shipping. Order now. 800-577-8709 or GenuCell.com. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Justin Barkley in for day uh, today uh, for Glenn Beck and the Glenn Beck program, and uh, this is probably, if you haven't heard it yet, some of the most haunting audio I'm going to play for you in just a moment. I I've been saying this for a while now, though. I mean, this is um, we're we're kind of a new uncharted territory. Normally, this time of year, 
is pretty calm. It's pretty quiet. You can count on silent nights <laughs> in a lot of ways. But I, I said, you know, this year and, and even in the past previous year or two with our new normal, I hate that word, but I'll just say it for this because I think it does apply here. You know, things have really heated up and I, I didn't expect them to stay calm as, uh, you know, as we took a little bit of a break for the holidays. I didn't expect through this, even these, these couple of weeks here to become, especially with election, the questions still surrounding the election, of course, um, the stimulus. This COVID bill, the big omnibus, which we'll talk about coming up here in just a little bit, because there's a lot of questions on this. What did the what did the president say last night in his statement? What did he mean by what he said? And did he say he he wanted to get more money for individuals and get rid of all the pork? So what exactly does that mean? There are people that are questioning and there are people that are. And I think have a right to be a little bit uh, worried about what's going on. So we'll kind of break that down a little later on in the program. But, you know, the interesting part about some of these things that you just can't predict is news and events and things just shoot at you like out of a fire. I mean, it's it's that's that's how fast it's coming these days. And so on Christmas I don't know about you, but I sat there as some family had the TV on. I thought, can't we go just one day without the news? That's a guy who like has to eat and breathe and sleep this stuff. I just one day. No, no news. No, uh, no, we can't. Um, this story is one of the strangest I've seen. I, I will go back to. Las Vegas, just in the in the strangeness of it, still so many details. I don't know about you, but I have so many questions, and they don't really seem to be answered in a lot of ways by the reports that I've I've seen and heard. And what's wild about this is that they've attempted really to kind of tie it up in a little bow really quickly. And I just don't know. And I don't think there's any way I could be alone on this. I just don't know if if, if that works. I think a lot of people still have questions about what happened in Nashville on Christmas morning. Here's what we do know. That explosion happened apparently out of an RV, downtown Nashville, moments after this message played. Uh, closed circuit security camera the footage it just goes completely static um lots of questions and some really 
miraculous things lining up as well. We'll talk about those. But the motive, the motive for what happened still kind of remains unclear. They think they know who did this. The FBI says they have identified the man. Just man in his 60s who lived in Antioch in Tennessee. He was an IT professional. Described by some folks as kind of nerdy. And I guess to pull something off like this, you'd have to have some sort of technology, you know, background in technology. But why? And and this is so strange because it's so different from any sort of other terrorism or bombing or attack that we've really seen before. Why the warning message? You know, why why this message over and over again playing on a on a loudspeaker that the the bomb was going to go off? Why would why would you notify people? And clearly, because when we've seen before what these terrorists want to do or what people that who who make these sort of attacks and bomb, what they're trying to do is they're they're trying to kill people. They're trying to hurt and inflict as much damage on individuals as possible. This was done at a time on Christmas where you would imagine that, you know, fewer people would be out. There wouldn't be a lot of people out on the streets. They'd be home, snug in their beds. And yet, this attack took place. So the the question is, what was the attack meant to do? What was the target? Who, if a who? Police were on the scene as they heard gunshots. We'll talk more about this here in a little bit, too, with somebody who's there. Um, but police hear gunshots, and they have to race down there, and they, they have enough time to clear this thing out. I believe the recording I said that I played just a moment ago played for like an hour. And then eventually a 15-minute countdown. 250 FBI agents on the task there determining who had bombed the Nashville, uh, the downtown area there. This man, Anthony Warner, 63, nearby Antioch, had an RV in his backyard that looked identical to this RV. And the RV was seen in, uh, in security camera footage being pulled into the, onto the street there. And then the security camera footage before it blew up. Or the explosion occurred either way. It's still seen there. They're saying that he died there on the scene, that he stayed there and died. A lot of this that you probably have questions about, I do too. I'd love to find out more. There are even some conspiracy theories surrounding this. And I don't really know if you call them conspiracy theories. I'll just say that there are theories or there are questions surrounding what happened. I think we need answers to this. Folks without uh, internet and without, uh, in, in, in fact, my my parents who are in Indiana, southern Indiana, about two mu- two hours away from Nashville, had issues with their cell phone service and AT and T. I'm not sure if if that's you, but I'd love to hear from you. Uh, matter of fact, if you if you had any service interruption, because this is a whole other issue surrounding this, uh, I would love to hear from you this morning. We'll go to the phones and talk to you coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, 888-727-BECK. That's 1-888-727-BECK. But let's first go down and talk 
to uh, some folks who are down south in that area, reporter who has some of the information. We'll, we'll just kind of walk through this and see what we know. If we have any more further information to kind of walk through, because I, I think what's odd is this is something that's kind of been swept off the news because of the the stimulus bill. But there are so many questions people still have about this. We'll try to get some answers. Coming up next is Justin Barkley today, filling in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck program. Right now, everybody's around on the last curve and into the uh, next year and hopefully making plans to be spending time with family and friends, gathering and breaking bread together this holiday season. Seasons change. And I always think this time of the year is the best because it brings out the best in all of us. Well, no matter what your holidays look like, I can pretty much guarantee that you're going to benefit from having a rec tech because part of that best of this holiday is getting together for food and cooking every meal together and having it turn out just right. So whether it's grilling, smoking, or even baking, rec tech is going to rise to the challenge every time. With its amazing smart grill technology, the rec tech monitors everything you cook in it to the tiniest detail making sure to adjust the temperature as needed without you and you can control it entirely from an app on your phone or device so follow Rectech on all social media and sign up for their newsletter to get great recipes it's Rectech with a q at the end r-e-c-t-e-q.com On behalf of the investigative team, I wanted to give you a major update in a development that we've uh, come to in this case, and that is, based on the evidence that we've gathered to this point, we've come to the conclusion that an individual named Anthony uh, Warner is the bomber, that he was present when the bomb went off, and that he perished in the bombing. We base this conclusion on forensic evidence, including DNA evidence that you'll hear about, as well as evidence that was gathered at the scene of the bombing. This is Don Cochran, a U.S. attorney there in Nashville, giving updates on the uh, on the investigation. I had read 200 and some odd FBI agents were sent there to, to, to investigate. A lot of people are concerned this morning because they're saying, wow, this happened very quickly. How long did they have Anthony Weiner's laptop? How long have they had... Uh, Hunter Biden's laptop, and we haven't heard anything on that. We haven't heard much from the FBI when it comes to investigating possible election fraud. No, no, uh, no answers there. But we had an answer very quickly here in this case. Because this was a collaborative effort, what I want to do is turn the microphone over to each of the agency folks here. They're going to talk about their agency's role in the investigation. On behalf of the investigative team. I wanted to give you a major update. In- oh, there it is. That's the latest. We'll go to uh, Robin Walensky, a reporter in Atlanta, who has been following this story closely and uh, talk a little bit about what she knows so far. Robin, we appreciate you joining us with us today. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. How are you? Merry Christmas. Hey. Belated. I will tell you that uh, my husband's work phone is AT&T. It was out for, since the uh, situation with the bombing. Uh, so it is real. AT&T customers did lose service. I agree with you. It's amazing to see the FBI uh, hard at work investigating, doing what it is that the FBI does. Uh, where have they been here in Georgia 
Uh, Justin, you and I have talked about this for weeks since the election. How come the FBI didn't interview any of the people on the uh, video footage that we've all seen from State Farm Arena, where the Hawks play, of people uh, rolling out suitcases uh, full of ballots? Where's where's the FBI been? It's a great question, right? We're going to talk about that. I know a lot of people have questions about that, and specifically uh, more in, in Georgia coming up here first but let me ask you robin you're a reporter you reported on september 11th i mean you go back uh your seasoned veteran what's your gut say about what we saw happen over uh the holiday here in nashville and, and what we're hearing now well i've been to nashville many times and i'm really familiar with that area on second avenue And I believe when I saw it, I thought, wow, whoever did this, this is not Al Qaeda. This is not ISIS. This is not foreign terrorists, because the goal of a terrorist is to take out as many people as possible. And while this is a semi-residential area, people live in some of those buildings. You're not going to do this on Christmas morning when everybody's gone, you know, when everything's closed down. Right. So I thought. I I ruled that out immediately, but I will tell you that I think that this is just one nut. I think that this guy, uh, uh, you know, wanted to take himself out. He, they say he was uh, paranoid, worried that 5G technology that we all have on our phones was uh, causing problems. His, when you do a deeper dive into his background, his father who had worked for the phone company, died from dementia less than 10 years ago. Maybe he thought that his dad uh, was poisoned by the 5G technology or 1G, whatever it was back then. There is a report that this man, he's 63, was 63, had cancer and that he gave away his car to an ex-girlfriend only a month ago. There is another report that if you uh, look up the deeds of the homes he had, that he gave away, signed over two of the properties to a 29-year-old woman in California. It's believed that. that, yeah, that he had some sort of, that he knew her mother is the story that I'm hearing, that he really didn't know her per se. There was no relation there. I mean, she was 29, he's 63. Uh, the allegation is, is that he knew her mom. Then there's a new report out this morning that his own mother sued him because one of those homes mommy was living in. And so uh, this woman allegedly in a quit claim signed back that property to the mother, you know, his mother. So there's a a lot of craziness. All of the neighbors say that he was a weirdo. He was an oddball. He kept to himself. You know, you say hello to your neighbor. You think they're just going to say, hey, back, you know, just a simple friendly hello. He would not do that kept his head down. Someone dropped off some Christmas food uh, to him in years past, and he wouldn't acknowledge it, not say thank you. Uh, So by all, you know, by all accounts, this guy was a paranoid weirdo, but he did have the technical expertise because he was in the technology industry. He was a freelancer. And uh, in my opinion, he just wanted to go out in a blaze of glory. You know, it, when you say that, uh, and you give the background on, on the possibility that he may have even had cancer, you know, that, that kind of makes sense. And I, you, some of these things start to add up. The 5G still have questions about that because, 
Uh, he was an IT professional. This this is what this guy did for a living. So maybe some of this he would have had a little bit more knowledge of, and there may be some questions that need to be answered there. Uh, but I think the bigger issue that I continue to see, and maybe we can speak to this, uh, Robin, as a reporter, is the fact that, you know, we live in a time where I don't know if I can trust what the FBI tells me. I, I certainly know that if I'm watching any of these networks, I've got questions, and a lot of American people do. So what does that say about where we are now as far as who can you trust, and how does that affect us as Americans? It's a terrible, terrible place to be because I'm currently living in Georgia and I'm planning on early voting today. And what bothers me the most about it is that I'm going to use the same machine, the same technology, the same Dominion software that's going to generate after I vote a piece of paper that's going to be stuck, you know, get shoved into the same machine. And how can, like an alcoholic, how can you expect a different result? If we're still doing it the same way, I mean, there has been there have been so many questions raised about Dominion. We haven't gotten to the bottom of it yet. Yet here in Georgia, we're still using Dominion. Now, two people, uh, two million people, Justin, have already voted a million of them early voting on the same Dominion machines. I mean, it's I think it's crazy. And it raises, you know, <laughs> who can you trust? I don't have the answer to that, but I know that I have uh, more questions than I have answers to personally. And I think that a lot of people are are like, you know, you go in there with the best of intention as an American to cast your ballot. And you're thinking, wow, is this thing going to be changed, you know, magically? And who knows? And then it goes back to this guy, you know, the, the suicide bomber. Was he distrusting of technology and 5G and whatever else was, you know, running through his mind? He he told uh, this girl, the one that he signed the the homes over to, he said he was going to be out in the woods with his dogs over Christmas. I mean, he clearly wasn't out in the woods with his dogs over Christmas. He had a whole different plan. You know what I'm saying? So it's very hard to trust people in this day and age, uh, even harder to trust agencies like the FBI when you know that they've had this Hunter Biden laptop for months and months and months and what's been done? Literally Robin, nothing. Great, great, great point. You just talked about Dominion and, and Georgia. I got to take a break here. When we come back, Robin's in Atlanta. We'll talk about what's happening on the, the ground there in Georgia. And plus that question that we keep hearing about Dominion. There's some sort of link to this Nashville bombing. At least people are blaming blaming it on that. We'll talk about that coming up next to get the truth. Hang on. This is the Glenn Beck Program. President Trump created millions of jobs, saved the economy from a worldwide pandemic, and led the effort to discover a vaccine at warp speed. America rewarded President Trump with over 74 million votes, more votes from African Americans, Latinos, and Jewish Americans than any Republican in decades, suggesting a landslide victory. But something happened. Some states rushed out mail-in ballots, a recipe for fraud. Biden ballots added in the middle of the night. Suitcases of ballots added in secret in Georgia. Illegal aliens voted. And in Arizona, Trump votes were discarded. It's an outrage. Help President Trump fight back. Text fraud to 88022. Demand they inspect the machines and hear the evidence. Text fraud to 88022. Stand up for President Trump. Text today. 
Paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Inc. Welcome back. Justin Barkley in today for Glenn Beck, the Glenn Beck program, coming to you from West Michigan and WOOD, News Radio Wood 1300 and 106.9 of him. It's an honor and a privilege to be here with you. And as I said, you know, normally this time of year, it's kind of quiet in the news cycle. Not so this year. We're in uncharted territory, just as we uh, finish off the last of 2020. The bombing that happened in Nashville over Christmas is what we're talking about right now. Still a lot of questions, and we're trying to get answers for you. I thought this was very strange. The mayor of Nashville, who's taking a lot of criticism for his shutdowns, by the way, uh, he has uh, John Cooper. He shut the city down in a lot of ways, uh, kind of like um, uh, many of these uh, Democrat governors have throughout states all across the country. Here's what he said. Caught laughing. On the news, when he was talking about the explosion. Everything and make sure that, you know, this is the only explosion that's going to happen in Nashville today. <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, the, the dramatic. Wow. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think these are, this is who you're dealing with, I guess. That completely inappropriate. Maybe the guy's just caught off guard. I don't know, but, you know, strange to see that. It's not the only strangeness that has people asking questions, and I think we're at a point where, uh, you know, some of these need to be answered. Mary in Ohio, question on the air. You're on the Glenn Beck program. Good morning. Good morning, Justin. Um, I've been researching a lot, this in a lot of places, and I found one source that I think is very reliable. And what they're saying there is, um, it says, why Nashville, why AT&T? And here's your answer. It says, room 641A is a telecommunications intercept facility operated by AT&T for the U.S. NSA as part of its warrantless surveillance program, basically Patriot Act. And there are several of these around the country. But this particular hub is in Nashville is the hub for Georgia. And what do we have coming up in Georgia? We've got the runoff election coming. So if you destroy that, then you can't do any kind of surveillance to find out what's going down there. And also, there's uh, the Dominion machines were moved there the week prior because they were going to go through those and, you know, find out what's going on there with those. But this is one of the other theories, that the, the patsy that goes along with that, actually. The, the, the guy in the van was basically a patsy or a diversion. And what was used was an energy weapon strike, a missile. And if you go to the website called beforeitsnews.com, and then there's a... Um, there's a couple different stories on that page, but what you want to do is go down to the second story on that page, and it's called um, What Storm, Mr. President? You'll find out almost there, and that's a podcast. And on the 1440 mark of that podcast, the um, author of the podcast lays it all out for you. They, you get to see footage of everything. You get to see the um, intercom system coming. You see the blast. Then you see the missile, the fume from the missile strike or the plume, I should say, and all that. It lays it out really well. So if you want to check out that podcast, you can find out a lot of answers to these questions. Mary, I appreciate your phone call. Thank you. Uh, thank you for calling in. 
Marion, Ohio. You know, listen, I don't know. Is there any truth to what she said? Here's the situation about where we're in. We are at a place where Mary, a, a good person and very probably very well-meaning, uh, just like you or, or friends and family members you may have, digging in because she's not getting answers. She's been lied to over and over and over again by the networks, by politicians. In fact, there's a story. We'll talk about this. Old Dr. Fauci. Fauci admits he's lied intentionally about the coronavirus and, of course, about uh, vaccinations, herd immunity, and, and things. Well, if he's lied about that and he's admitting this, he's admitting it. What else has he lied about? We're constantly being lied to. And people are constantly, now they're starting to wake up, questioning everything. Reporter in, uh, in Atlanta, in Georgia right now, joining us again, Robin Walensky with us. Robin, I mean... She sounds like a, a, a Mary who just called in. I have no idea. Maybe you can help shed some light on this. She sounds like a a, a, a person who, you know, she she probably uh, she, 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 just like you know your neighbor or your or your or a family member. Uh, she's not getting answers, and so what's she doing? Going out trying to find them. I, exactly, and I'm remi- I used to work for Glenn Beck, as uh, many people know, in the news division. And I'm reminded what Glenn would always say to me, do your and to the audience as well, do your own research. Remember back in the day, that's all Glenn would always say, do your own research, investigate for yourself. And I think that that's what a lot of the listeners are doing, people are doing, because they don't trust the government to tell them the truth. Now, as far as what your caller uh, just said, there is information going around on social media. I've received this message from about 30 to 35 people. And they're like, Robin, what do you make of this? And, and here's what it says. It says that AT&T got a contract to do the forensic audit on Dominion voting machines. And that those machines were being moved from Georgia to Nashville in the last week or so since the election. And then there's some information that the former owner of the building, William Kennard, sits on capital, a capital management company in AT&T. Allegedly, uh, that he has connections. This email that I received says that he was Bill Clinton's FCC chair, Obama's ambassador to the EU. It goes on and on and on. It says that Dominion is owned by that capital, partly owned by that capital management company. Then there's allegedly connections to Joe Biden's brother-in-law. And, and it goes on from there. And then there's references in this email that's being circulated to the Kraken, which is obviously a reference, uh, this audience knows, to Sidney Powell who's been an attorney to the president. Um, so there's a lot of questions. I think it's very shady. If it turns out that indeed that's true, that the Dominion machines were moved from Georgia to Nashville to a building, and then suddenly a bomb goes off in front of this building, I think that people are going to have a lot of questions. And my question is, because I'm not on the ground in Nashville, I'm on the ground in Georgia. I would be asking, I'm very disappointed in the reporters that are there on the ground asking questions. Because if I was in that little group, I'd be asking the FBI agent in charge, is it true, sir? Is it true, sir, that Dominion machines 
were moved to Nashville in the last two weeks and that they've blown up in the building? Yes or no? That's the question I'd be asking, Justin. I, I you know, and I don't have answers to this. Uh, n- nobody uh, so far seems to really know. These are just questions that are floating out there. To me, the biggest problem is can we trust anything we're hearing nowadays? And, and again, um, you know, the fact that we got to continue to look into these things, do your own research. But who who can you who can you trust? You know, uh, Robin, we're talking to you about Georgia right now. What are people saying on the ground? As you just mentioned, you're going in to vote on this runoff. And, the, and, and the, nothing really seems to have been fixed. The only thing I noted was that they have now said they're going to start counting some of these ballots uh, early with early voting so that they should have an answer on the election sooner. But it doesn't really appear that they've done anything to fix some of the issues and the questions that people had, like the drop boxes that uh, Mark Zuckerberg had donated to have put in, in certain areas. Um uh, you know, the questions about the Dominion machines that people had. Um, a lot of questions still surrounding the previous election. Now we're going into this new one. I'd like to know how many out-of-state people are here. A lot of out-of-state plates in Georgia, too many to my eye. And I'd like to know how many people have recently moved here temporarily and that are voting in this election. I'd be very interested to see that data of what I would call new 30-day residents. I've, I've got tons of questions about that. But there are no changes whatsoever. Anyone who tells you that the system has been changed here in Georgia is flat-out lying. We are doing it the same way at the same precincts, voting the same way. The State Farm Arena was open. Then they moved the uh, where the alleged water leak was, uh, uh, except no plumbers ever showed up. And there was no water leak. And then they moved uh, those machines over to Mercedes-Benz Stadium where the Falcons play because the Hawks were in action. So now you have an even bigger venue where tons of Fulton County voters have been going. I was over there the other day last week. But everything is the same, Justin. Same people, same volunteers, same machines, same Dominion software, same cards, put it in the machine, touch the screen, paper is generated, paper goes into the next machine. And again, the voter, the honest, good, working, hardworking American people where we live in, in freedom here in the USA. My grandpa, my great grandparents left communist Soviet Russia to get away from all of this. And yet here we go to vote and we're left with so many questions. And I know that I'll be questioning whether my vote counts when I go to vote later today. And I'm going to vote in the same place I voted in Fayette County, south of the airport here in Georgia. And I I just I don't know who to trust, Justin. I just don't. And I have a lot, a lot of questions. I think a lot of people are in that same boat. Robin Walensky, reporter there in Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you. And, and keep us posted on the latest there uh, we appreciate you joining us happy today. happy new year my friend you got it robin uh you too I, I, but these are the issues right these are the questions what do you what do you make of this and you know in a day and age where really you know if you're asking questions <laughs> you're the crazy one well it, it seems to me like i'm not the only one i can't be anyway 
I'd love to hear from you. 888-727-BECK. That's 888-727-BECK. Take a quick break. And we're back with more Justin Barkley in today for Glenn Beck on the Glenn Beck Program. You're listening to Glenn Beck. You know, if you're in the age range where you're starting to think about joining a seniors group, or if you're already a member of one, it's important to know that there are not only other options, but there is a much better option. It's called AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, and it is the way you want to go. When you join AMAC, you're not only going to get all the benefits that you're looking for, but you're also going to be involved with conservative activism on the ground level. Right now, for example, AMAC is continuing its drive to keep the focus on the COVID nursing home deaths front and center by backing support bills and pressure campaigns. This is the kind of thing that you're not going to get anywhere else. People representing the things that you believe in and standing up for you. That's why you have to get with AMAC. Stand with AMAC as they fight the good fight. Become a member today. Benefits are great, but the cause is even greater. So join right now. AMAC.US slash Beck. That's AMAC.US slash Beck. AMAC is better. Better for you. Better for America. How much time are we looking at here? Welcome back. Justin Barkley in for Glenn today in the Glenn Beck program. Another and a privilege uh, to be here with you again today. And again, asking some of these questions that, you know, you're just not supposed to ask anymore. <laughs> and we've seen it all year long. You, 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 uh, you have questions about uh, COVID-19 and coronavirus? Questions about how uh, government and certain governors have handled it? Lockdowns. Effectiveness of masks. Or maybe treatments. Questions about treatments. And now questions about the vaccine. You have questions about anything? Yeah, it's, you know what? You're not allowed to ask. You are not allowed to ask. This is America. And you're not allowed to ask questions. And forget uh, coming out and making complete statements on things, especially if you're an expert. Because, again, we're told that only the expert, we should listen to them, by the way, listen to the experts. But only a certain list of approved experts who say a certain list of approved talking points. That's, that's where we stand now. So it's no wonder that we hear wild stories or conspiracy theories in any piece of news in any story and and entertain them because we're just not certain of what the truth is anymore and this is a real problem it's a real problem on the left and a real problem on the right it's a real problem for americans no matter who you voted for Where do you turn for the truth? What can you believe? I think a lot of this is going to depend in the coming days and years on people doing research on their own. Uh, we've seen people launch their own blogs and launch their own podcasts and start to disseminate information to each other and who is trusted and who is not has completely shifted 
especially in the last year. I mean, look at a source like The Blaze. Incredible, the, the kind of work that they've done. And it's paying off. Because people are looking for answers. They just want the truth. We need a return to honesty. I know that not every story or every article or everything you hear on the radio is going to be without bias. That, that That's just not going to happen. We're humans. Everything is inherently biased. At least from perspective, maybe even intentionally in some ways. Certainly unintentionally. But how do you weed out the fact from the fiction? Especially when facts are being manipulated to tell a story that may not be completely true. Questions. We'll continue to get answers. We appreciate you being here with us today. Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program. Back with you next. The Glenn Beck Program. By now, you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it's changed how well I sleep. The pillows don't go flat. You can wash and dry them constantly. And most importantly, they're made in the U.S. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow and his team. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows, the one that started it all, for his lowest price ever. You can get a standard or queen premium my pillow for just $29.98, originally $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only five bucks more. So now is the time to buy these a great christmas presents for friends and family and not only are you getting the lowest price ever but mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee and giving you until march 1st 2021 to see for yourself so go to mypillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials there is where you're going to find the amazing offer but also deep discounts on all other my pillow products including the giza dream bed sheets the my pillow mattress topper and my pillow towel sets call 800-966-3117 it's mypillow.com promo code beck mypillow.com The Fat Snowman used to sing about silver and gold, but it should be on your mind right now. The things that are impacting your financial future, the presidential election unclear, the uncertain outcome of the Georgia Senate, the change of the U.S. landscape legally forever. I don't know. The unprecedented printing of U.S. currency that is now eroding the value of your dollar. If it's not enough to motivate you to do something about it, to protect yourself and your family, Goldline is now offering a retirement account special right now. Right now, they can give you up to 6% in promotional medals for self-directed IRA purchases. Do your homework on this. It's really important. Additionally, highly coveted Maple Flex Silver Bar, it's back. There's a catch. It's only available as a free promotional item with the qualifying purchase of Goldline's $5 Liberty Coins or, in minimum quantities, of boxes of 50 bars. They're extremely limited. So first come, first serve. Go to Goldline now. Don't wait. Goldline, 866-GOLDLINE. They're waiting for your call, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com.
about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. It's Justin Barkley from Wood Radio, WOOD in Grand Rapids, filling in for Glenn today. And questions. Yeah, we try to get answers. But one of the things that's happening as we speak are people are standing up. We're seeing it happen all around us in in so many different ways. In fact, one restaurant owner has had enough. He says, I just can't take it anymore. It's time for us to fight back. And you'll hear why coming up next. Plus, we're joined by somebody who will give you the goods on the data and all of the science you're looking for when it comes to this virus. What should happen next? Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Back right after this. This is... The Glenn Beck Program. These are uncertain times, and what's considered normal seems to change daily. But I know two things that won't change. I'm naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, inventor of Rough Greens, and those two things are this. One, there's no way you can feed your dog a healthy diet by giving them dry dog food. Dog food is dead food. And two, there's no better dog supplement on the planet than the live nutrition of Rough Greens. Rough Greens is a dog supplement that's loaded with vitamins, minerals, probiotics, enzymes, and more, all made right here in America with no Chinese ingredients. These are the live nutrients that your dog needs for superior health. So if you're ready to invest in your dog's long-term vibrant health, then go to roughgreens.com today and get your 14-day Jumpstart program for just $14.95 and see what real nutrition will do for your dog. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's R-U-F-F greens dot com slash Beck. Rough Greens. So good, your dog will ask for it by name. Welcome back, Justin Barkley, in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck program. You can email me, Justin at Justin Barkley, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y dot com, Justin at Justin Barkley dot com. I'm also Mr. Justin Barkley on all the different places of social media, the ones where they censor you and the ones where they don't. <laughs> uh, speaking of the censoring, I got I, some guy just mentioned I shared another. It was another just great question on Instagram the other day, and I, I finally got censored. Oh, just a heads up because of COVID, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're, we're putting a warning label on uh, what you've posted. And it was just a question a guy was asking. What about this? What about that? But I guess questions really are the issue now, right? I mean, you can't question anything. And really, I think we're in a day and age where people are starting to question everything. And rightfully so. Yeah. I mean, there are, Plenty of questions. And, and, I, and I think, anyway, well-meaning, well-intentioned individuals, smart people, are asking these questions. And probably because, most likely, you know, the, the traditional sources, media, the networks, simply aren't they're just not asking questions i've seen it here locally 
in our uh, in our state. I'm in Michigan, and throughout the entire pandemic, our governor had been asked very little of hardball, hard hitting questions at all. Even in the beginning, and then eventually, as it, it became clear that this state was just going to be shut down, she would continue to throw out words like, I'm using the science and data. I will tell you that on our local radio station here, we would air her press conferences in the beginning because information, new information was coming out. But there became a time where she just turned these into these weird um, LPR sessions. And eventually we stopped airing them live. She'd start introducing things like race, accusing healthcare workers in the state of being racist. Very strange. Very strange altogether. We just stopped airing them. And they would line these people up, and this was, this was genius on her part, but they would line these people up from the, the, the TV stations here locally and throughout the state to ask questions, and eventually they, they hit a point where she limited gatherings inside to maybe only 10 people per gathering. And then she took the opportunity to not allow reporters to be in person as she would address the state and then ask questions. So if a reporter wanted to ask a question... They would be linked up via some sort of video Zoom conference or something like that. And they would ask their questions remotely. Now, I don't know whether these all these questions were pre-approved ahead of time, but it looked very similar to what, you know, the candidate at the time, Biden, was lining up. And the questions were all softball geared towards her. When you have that sort of thing happen, people are going to start pushing back. In fact, this is the same governor who continues to keep our state locked down. Restaurants are just decimated. They say if they don't open up soon, if they're not allowed to open up for indoor dining. Now, we're in Michigan. Right now, it's 30 where I am in Grand Rapids. We're open for outdoor dining. And some of these places have gotten really creative, kind of like Cuomo in New York. I don't know if you saw the video of the guy sitting down to eat a slice of pizza outside with his fur coat on <laughs> in the middle of the blizzard in New York. That's kind of what we're dealing with here. They've been very creative. They've set up these shacks and tents and places where they've got, they've got igloos with, with heating and things like that. So you can eat outside if there's an inside outside. Now, that's the new thing. So in order to eat outside... The in, inside has to be, it's just, it's just insanity. But don't ask questions about this. It's crippling the restaurant business. Went to one over the weekend, we tried to just walk up into it, and you had to have rest, you have to have a reservation to eat at this tent outside. God only knows how warm it was in there, but we were going to give it a shot. Meanwhile, takeout is still available for a lot of these places, and they're struggling. And I got to tell you, I don't blame, they are trying to do everything they can just to stay open. This is circulating on Twitter. I uh, reached out to try and find out this guy's name and find out who he is. But he's just one of many. They're fed up. They just won't take it anymore. Listen to what he had to say in this impassioned I'm part of the restaurant industry, too, for any of you that are in it. 
And I just want to say one thing that's very important. Everybody in here has to understand. Probably Give everyone. One more minute, guys. Probably everybody else with any business. We, are, we we've been used to living very well, like Marie said, very free, enjoyed our lives. Got to stop thinking like a victim criminal mentality. As the victim, oh, I'll just do whatever the criminal tells me to do. They'll let me go when I'm done. They don't want to let us go. They want complete freaking control of us. They don't want us going back to normality. So this is the time we got to stand up. Every freaking business has got to stand up and put these sons of down. Amen. Because if we don't, they're taking us out. That's right. I'm 60 freaking years old. I've lived all my life as an American. That's right. And Robbie's right. This isn't about Democrat or Republican. This is about American. That's right. And I am not ready to give my country up to these people so that they can ruin my life, everybody's life in here. We got to stop them. Yeah. We got to grow this group. Like Marie said, here, state, country, global. We got to really do this. This Amen. is this is the time to be serious. If we're not serious now, and it ain't going to take them long, you're looking at six, eight months. This coming summer could be an absolute freaking disaster for freedom, for patriots, for this country. Right. We got to do this now. Every day has to be serious. Forget about looking forward to next Christmas yeah. with your family, next Thanksgiving with your family. It ain't going to happen if we don't stop them now, this year. Here, here. So that's it. Just keep going. Take this serious. Take this freaking serious. I want to finish my life owning my business. I said to Kelly this morning, all I want is my life back. I'm not looking for fame. I'm not looking for fortune. I want to mow my lawn on a sunny Saturday morning, again, like I used to, and not worry about who the hell's coming to try to bomb my house, take it from me, and ruin my life. We gotta keep together, we gotta grow. Get the word out there. I'm not giving up. So neither should anybody here. I don't think you will. Amen. Can you hear I, I I hear that passion and and some of the desperation in his voice. You probably feel the same way, whether you have a business that's been shut down or maybe you lost your job because of the overreach with some of these governors. It's not the pandemic that shut things down, by the way, folks. I always hear this and read in the stories of the pandemic because of the pandemic. This happened to that. No, it was our overreaction to the pandemic. That's what happened. I understand it. Folks are fed up. So if you're hearing that and you're thinking to yourself, you're not the only one. I get it. What the next guest is going to tell you, by the way, is some hope, some good news. There are things that we're hearing now that should be hopeful for you, for me, but for everyone in this country and not the world. Instead, we're hearing messages from Dr. Fauci, from Joe Biden. You're hearing messages like it's going to be another dark winter. Can you imagine? There's no hope. Not just that the sky is falling, but it's, hey, listen, you're never going back to normal. That's the problem.
What is hurting people even more so than the virus? We're hearing of opioid overdoses, suicides. In fact, the FBI themselves say that the man that, that blew up that RV in Nashville was a suicide. That is an epidemic that's far too, and more deadly than what we've seen with COVID. So let's talk to our next guest in just a moment. Give you some hope, some things that I think can really move the needle. I'm not saying you got to bury your head in the sand and we shouldn't know about bad things. We should be aware of it all. But you got to hear. You, you got to hear the good just as much as the bad. And we'll find a little hope and some of the truth right after this. Well, the holidays are finally here. And while it might be the time of giving, for timeshare owners, mm, it's maintenance fee season. The time of taking. They're due the first of the year, and there is no secret this has not been the year for vacations. Also true, it's likely that it wasn't the first time that you weren't able to travel where and when you wanted to go. Or worse yet, with all the uncertainty in the world, do you think you're going to be able to use it next year? So why continue to pay for something you can't use? It's time to make a change and scratch one more thing off that holiday list. Call Timeshare Termination Team today. They're going to get you out of your timeshare legally and permanently, guaranteed, and with a 100% success rate they're the team you can trust so give them a call right now you'll get 20 percent off when you terminate your timeshare 888 get you out or visit timeshare termination team.com the number again 888-438-8688 call them today or check them out online timeshare termination team.com they will get you out Welcome back to the Glenn Beck Program. Justin Barkley in for Glenn today on, well, this is the weird time of year that kind of disappears for a lot of folks, where you just kind of do nothing. <laughs> you sort of like, uh, you're in between, you know, Christmas and New Year. And, and uh, I mean, I think this whole year has been like this this year. It's been very strange. Well, we're in between right now. And as I said, uh, the news normally dies down this time of year. Not so much this year. It is still coming out as full force. People are standing up. They're tired of it. Matter of fact, I got another video I'm going to play for you in a little bit. This woman in the drugstore just says, look, I'm over this. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not sick. And I got to ask, especially in a day and age where we're, you, you're not allowed to ask any questions at all. We've got a doctor... And Fauci, who comes out and says, hey, yeah, I've been lying to you this whole time. He admits it. What are we supposed to believe? I think people are right to ask these questions. Dr. David Samadhi is with us right now. He's a uro urologic oncology expert, robotic surgeon in New York City, as well as uh, the head of uh, men's health at St. Francis Hospital. Uh, doctor, did I say your, your, your last name properly? Yes, that's correct. 
Merry thank Christmas you for being and Happy here. New Year to you. You too, and thank you so much for being here with uh, Doctor. Uh, you've been very vocal. Uh, folks have seen you on you know Fox News, Newsmax, all over the place, but you're very vocal on Twitter as well, uh, talking about what we've been dealing with in this country and throughout the world with this pandemic uh, since the the inception of it. We're starting to hear stories like this that just came out. This happens to be about vaccinations and 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 what we need to get to a point as a country how many need to be vaccinated in order to reach herd immunity but dr fauci has come out and said i've been lying to you by the way he said at different times different points various different percentages needed to be vaccinated and now he keeps pushing that number up my question is how can we believe anything he said if if he admits that he's been lying this whole time so I think it's an excellent question you're bringing up. And I think there's a numbing factor where a lot of Americans are almost like uh, tuned out and they don't listen anymore. Uh, and the reason is not because America is not compliant. They have followed everything that they've been asked to do. Um, culturally, America is not the kind of country that will go into lockdown. We don't understand the concept of social distancing Mask is a symbol of taking your freedom away. But as a result of everything that mainstream media and Dr. Fauci and others have told the public, America has followed and they've been compliant and um, they have done everything that we've asked them to do. And yet it's not enough. And after they see the data and they see the the real uh, scientific data that's coming out, America is wising up and realize that uh, a lot of things have been told to them and that has not been accurate. Start from the beginning. You know, they said that in March, for example, a lot of people said it's safe. Go to Chinatown, go to Chinese restaurant. No big deal. Mistake. Talk about the fact that the travel ban was xenophobic. Absolutely saved millions of lives. Talk about the fact that I personally said even that this virus has been around since August and September of last year. Fast forward a year later, this is now we find out that that was true as well. Um, the fact that in, in March, April, wearing a mask doesn't help. You're wasting your time. And then a few months later, we need to have mandatory mask. Um, uh, follow up the fact that, you know, I said don't wear a mask because we didn't have enough masks. And when you start giving this kind of information to, to people, they lose uh, confidence. They lose trust. They start asking questions. One of the most important uh, research paper that just came out out of China, how much you can believe in that, but this is a good one because they looked at 10 million people and they saw that like the asymptomatic patients, people that have no symptoms, but about 300 of them came back with positive COVID, the risk of them causing any contagiousness or passing this virus to others is extremely low. Why is this This so important, doctor? I got. I got to ask you. What you just said was very important. Why is it so important that the that the asymptomatic spread is very low? I mean, we've been told since the beginning. Hey, you you may not be sick, but you you may be, and you don't even know it. Right. So the reason why this is so important, and by the way, one of the first videos that I put out there a few months ago, almost seven eight months ago, and it went viral, was because of the same exact thing we spoke about. Because if asymptomatic people 
are not going to be contagious. This will change everything. It's a major uh, game changer. You don't need to wear a mask because you have no symptoms. You, why should you be wearing a mask? And we don't need to put you in lockdown or quarantine. So this was a foundation of the fact that, you know, Dr. Fauci and others said, no matter what, you have to wear a mask, you have to quarantine, you have to go in lockdown. And of course, it allows our economy, change the way we live our life and on and on. Uh, don't forget, WHO also came up with the same exact thing about eight months ago. And by mistake, they talked about the fact that based on multiple studies, asymptomatic patients are not contagious. And the viral load, the amount of virus that they have is so low that they're not going to really cause passing this virus to others. Well, if that's true, which we are not finding out that most likely is true, then we only quarantine sick people, which was like, like infectious disease 101. Somebody has symptoms, you quarantine Doctor, them. this is an important point. Hang on one second. We got to take a break here. Unfortunately, we'll be right back because what the doctor is saying is huge. You got to hear this. This is the Glenn Beck Program. President Trump created millions of jobs, saved the economy from a worldwide pandemic, and led the effort to discover a vaccine at warp speed. America rewarded President Trump with over 74 million votes, more votes from African-Americans, Latinos, and Jewish Americans than any Republican in decades, suggesting a landslide victory. But something happened. Some states rushed out mail-in ballots, a recipe for fraud. Biden ballots added in the middle of the night. Suitcases of ballots added in secret in Georgia. Illegal aliens voted. And in Arizona, Trump votes were discarded. It's an outrage. Help President Trump fight back. Text fraud to 88022. Demand they inspect the machines and hear the evidence. Text fraud to 88022. Stand up for President Trump. Text today. Paid for by Donald J. Trump for presidenting. Welcome back. Justin Barkley in for Glenn today in the Glenn Beck program from WOOD. That's Wood Radio in Grand Rapids in Michigan. Folks are standing up. They're fighting back. One restaurant owner, I played this audio earlier, has had enough. And Robbie's right. This isn't about Democrat or Republican. This is about American. And I am not ready to give my country up to these people so that they can ruin my life, everybody's life in here. We got to stop them. We got to grow this group. Like Marie said, here, state, country, global, we got to really do this. This is, this is the time to be serious. If we're not serious now, and it ain't going to take them long, you're looking at six, eight months. They're looking at total devastation, a lot of these folks. I tweeted that video. You can go watch the, uh, the full video, by the way, at Mr. Justin Barclay on Twitter. Dr. David Samadhi is with us right now uh, and joining us, a doctor talking about as he's been outspoken about this entire situation from the very beginning, Doctor, the latest news article I see from CNN, 
an alarming number of Americans are ignoring health officials and traveling for the holidays. What's that tell you? Do people, are they just tired of this? Well, there are two forces that are going against each other right now. So one force, which is coming from the mainstream media, it's all about control. So uh, there's the, the, the narrative is there's not going to be a new norm. And there's not going to be the old norm. It's going to be a new norm where you're going to be stuck with the mask forever. Um, they now want vaccine passports. These are new ideas that we they're just bringing us all along slowly to a whole new way of life that America has never seen before. So uh, vaccine may not be mandatory, but if you don't have your passport, then you won't be able to travel. You won't be able to go back to school. You won't be able to do anything. So you're free to do what you want to do, but where is your passport? And I think this is the way they're going to control people. Mask, why should somebody that already has antibodies wear a mask because somebody in on mainstream media said well you're still contagious with no proof with no data with no science behind it and the minute you say something they come on attack on twitter and there's a whole side of americans that you haven't seen from the other side extremely rude and what do you know about infectious disease and this is something that we've never seen before the idea is to make sure that we control this virus without collapsing our economy and that restaurant owner which we see in new york city about 70 percent of restaurants are going out of business the economy is about to collapse homelessness is on the rise Uh, kids on live zoom are committing suicide people are taking their lives because they have nothing left for what for a virus that has 99 percent cure under the age of 65 and it killed about hundreds of thousands of people in the nursing home, elderly people that have comorbid disease, diabetes, and obesity. And we understand this virus very well now. This is not the January of last year where we had no clue where it was coming, who it was going after. We have therapeutics. We have vaccines. We know how to control this. So for them to come and say, get ready for this dark winter coming and and the war stays ahead of us. How can this new president-elect talk about the war stays ahead of us as the first public conversation, instead of giving positive hope, we have vaccines, we have medications, uh, great days of America is ahead of us, we're going to get out of this mess, and yet it's all about negativity and control and this uh, nonsense, and it's really outrageous because people are getting tired of it. You just mentioned these vaccine passports that people will have to have. Now, the government probably won't mandate this, but it looks like private companies will if you want to go watch a movie somewhere show me your passport if you want to fly on an airplane to go here there anywhere else show me your passport that you've been vaccinated um and and this is this is the thing that i think is very concerning to a lot of people as you mentioned control you you had a a statement before we before we had to break earlier and i I just want to go back to this for a quick second because this is part of the good news that you're just not hearing. And it's hope. You just mentioned treatments. Now, my, my uh, birth mom had uh, tested positive. She had breathing issues, went to the hospital. Thankfully, they were in Florida able to give her um, remdesivir. They gave her plasma. Uh, it was kind of touch and go for a bit. She spent, uh, you know, I think a co- almost a couple of weeks in the hospital there. Uh, but she pulled through. And a big testament to... All of the work that the healthcare professionals have been doing 
that's figuring out what treatments will work, what we can do to help people, what we can do, sharing that information. Everybody wants to look back to this, this 1918 pandemic. But in 2020, we have technology where literally somebody can be using a treatment across the globe and share it instantaneously in a blink of an eye with folks who are working on the other side of the planet. And that information moving at the speed of light can save lives. But we never hear about those positive things, doctor. That's correct. And, and let's go back to what you were talking about. What does positive test mean? And if somebody has a positive test, does it mean that they're sick? If they're asymptomatic, you want to fly to another country, you get tested. Whoops, you have positive tests. What does that mean? Does it mean that you're sick? Does it mean that you have to be quarantined? Does it mean you have to go to the hospital? Did you have the virus a month ago or six months ago and some of the fragments of that virus is still floating and your test came back positive, but you have absolutely no contagiousness and no uh, effective on other people? These are the questions that we should be asking. Instead of like knee-jerk reaction, the number of positives are up, lockdown, shut down the country, collapse the economy in that order. So there's a lot of scientific data behind the fact that we need to look at your viral load. Are you symptomatic or not? How sick are you? And what is the level of your contagiousness? And we haven't done any of that stuff. It's been either mask or no mask, sick or no sick. Now we're finding out, as I mentioned, asymptomatic patients may not be necessarily sickening other people. And the reason why that's important, and it's more and more studies coming out about this, is the fact that uh, that can change their way of life. You should not be wearing a mask if you are not going to be contagious, and you don't need to be on a lockdown. There's another study that I just put on my Twitter, which every two weeks gets shot down, you get penalized, you come back again. It's, it's a mess. There's no freedom of speech anymore. But another good study came out, what we call meta-analysis. They looked at 54 different studies. Close to 80,000 people looked at this, and they found out that when you put people indoor and you lock people in, the risk of passing the virus to each other escalates way, way more than when you're outdoor. And so what have we been doing? We put young, middle-aged, old, all in one room, no ventilation, and let's pass this virus to each other and create like a real pandemic. All wrong. At the time when they were closing the beach and the parks and outdoor activities and people mm -hmm. should have gone. So we have gotten a lot of misinformation. And the minute you start talking, unfortunately, a lot of these People on social media come for an attack. You can't give good information, and I'm very glad that we're talking about this. But people need to educate themselves and get real science, not what the narrative is. And they keep pounding it on TV and scare and fear. Um, and, and uh, you know, it gets to a point where it would be irreversible to fix this problem because if your hotels are gone, your tourism is gone, your restaurants are gone, your life saving is gone, plus all the politics that has been playing in this medicine, you have no country left. And then they're talking about the fact that China is going to get ahead of us by 2028. Congratulations. All based on a virus that could be easily managed by fixing your immune system taking your vitamins, protecting the sick people and elderly while the younger people could have taken your vitamin Ds and zincs and all the stuff that you know better. 
and go out and work and do the exact same thing. This was a gift out of China. They should have contained it. The first rule of infectious disease is to contain the virus. You don't let it out of that country. It hit the global countries. It went all over the world. Unfortunately, a lot of these numbers that you're talking about, 300,000 people that died, would have died from other diseases. They may have died uh, with or uh, as a result of other causes of death, which, is, of course, our heart goes to everyone who died from as a result of this. But don't forget, two and a half million Americans die every year from cardiovascular, from heart attack, from automobile accidents. If I tape every car accident in America and I show it on CNN and on some of these TVs, you will never drive another car. So the drama and the politics of this virus was way, way worse than the virus itself. Dr. David Samadhi, he is Director of Men's Health at St. Francis Hospital uh, in New York. And of course, um, some of the things that you're just not hearing anywhere else, we're continuing to ask you those questions and, of course, uh, share that information with you. Thank you for providing a little bit of hope for folks today, Doc. Appreciate you being here with us. Thank you. On so Twitter, much. he's on Twitter as well, too, as uh, at Dr. David Samadhi. I've retweeted uh, what he just posted as well. You can look it up at Mr. Justin Barclay on Twitter. Uh, you can email me too, justin at justinbarclay.com. Love to hear from you. 888-727-BECK. That's 888-727-BECK. The latest viral video of a woman who said, I'm just not doing this anymore. I'm, I'm done. As more and more people continue to wake up, you'll hear her outburst at a drugstore <laughs> that folks are starting to share all over coming up next on the Glenn Beck program right after this. You're listening to Glenn Beck. By now, you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it's changed how well I sleep. The pillows don't go flat. You can wash and dry them constantly. And most importantly, they're made in the U.S. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow and his team. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows, the one that started it all, for his lowest price ever. You can get a standard or queen premium my pillow for just $29.98, originally $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only five bucks more. So now is the time to buy these a great christmas presents for friends and family and not only are you getting the lowest price ever but mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee and giving you until march 1st 2021 to see for yourself so go to mypillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials there is where you're going to find the amazing offer but also deep discounts on all other my pillow products including the giza dream bed sheets the my pillow mattress topper and my pillow towel sets call 800-966-3117 it's mypillow.com promo code beck mypillow.com Welcome back, Justin Barkley, and for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck program. Love to talk to you too at triple eight seven two seven Beck, triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Got a couple of calls up. We'll go to Tim in Minnesota. Tim is up first. Hey, Tim, how are you? I'm great, Justin. I appreciate you taking my call. You know, I've, I've heard this term. Let's stand up. We got to stand up. We got to stand for the last couple of months. But it's all it's always spoken in these vague terms, and I always keep waiting for them to finish their sentence. Okay, stand up and do what? Vote? 
uh, okay, well, they've got the machines, they're rigged, votes going forward don't matter. They've got the corrupt judges that are turning a blind eye. They've got the corrupt media. So what now? Okay, what? Protest? Do you think that they give it about your protests? What does stand up mean? What is, I don't understand. What, what do you want? Okay, let's say that all the business owners say, okay, we're opening up regardless of what the... Okay, then you get your business license stripped. You get your liquor license stripped. And if you open your business after that, you get the, the cops show up and throw you in jail. So then what did you accomplish at the end of the day? You didn't accomplish anything. They want you to do that. That's exactly what. So, look, every time they say stand up, I know what's in the back of their mind, what they want to finish their sentence with. But they always pull back for obvious reasons. They don't, they don't come to the logical conclusion because, listen, tyranny has never been beaten back except for by the point of a sword or at the end of a rifle barrel throughout written history. That's a fact. Tyrants and the tyranny they practice has never been beaten with a peaceful protest, a vote, nothing. So take what you want from that. You know, FCC regulations and all. I'm not going to go into the weeds. You know exactly what I'm saying. But if you're not willing to take a page from the BLM and the Antifa playbook, well, then you might as well forget about it because all the peaceful protests in the world are not going to change one damn thing. Tim, I, I appreciate. Thank you. I appreciate your call. I, I understand what you're saying. I, want, I will say that I, I think standing up looks like different things to different people. Standing up for somebody might just be sharing the fact that this information is out there with someone else, talking to their family members, sharing this program. If you're a business owner, you're going to have to make your decision. Obviously, different folks have made different decisions. You might have to decide to open up and stay open because you're at the end of your rope. I pray that this doesn't go further i pray that we get some sort of reprieve here i don't know what the answers are i don't have them all i can't pretend to but i definitely hear what you're saying and i hear the frustration i know that a lot of folks feel the same way because they've followed these things down to their inevitable conclusions People are standing up in their own way, and we got to be prepared to do that. I don't know what that looks like for you. I would suggest that we pray about that to figure out what does it look like. You know, for me, it's just sharing these stories. I get messages from people saying, wow, I'm so encouraged that you're sharing these stories. I'm so encouraged that you'll talk about what, what others won't talk about. I feel I have no choice. Just like this one woman who was broken. This was inevitable. She had to stand up and fight back, and she did in a drugstore the other day. people with COVID in the ICU. Whenever there's a flu, there's only two or three patients at a time in the ICU. So literally the entire hospital is COVID patients. Mm -hmm. This has never happened. And how, and how I'm history. not saying there are I'm not saying COVID's not real. I'm just it's, saying I'm not sick. Well, I'm not sick and asymptomatic spread has been shown to be a myth. So why am I going to be treated like a sick person? She's arguing in a drugstore about not wearing a mask. That was her way of standing up. I don't know how you do it, but we'll continue to pray about it. Take a break here in the Glenn Beck program. Justin Barkley in for Glenn today. Back. This is the Glenn Beck program.
um, there is a there's a nightmare that's going on. The left could be on the brink of controlling the future of this nation and our kids. And they have been funded by giant corporations like Verizon, who took your hard earned money when you paid your bill and used to help you know put radicals in power. One of the reasons I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile is they've never sent a dime to leftist causes and none of your dollars like they are if you're with Verizon will go there. You can switch with confidence. Everybody's on the same towers. You get great customer service, and you're going to probably save money as well. Lots of it. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call their U.S.-based customer service team now and switch at 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders will save even more. Make the switch today. Same service, lower price, and the values you believe in. Get free activation and a special gift with the offer code Beck. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972 Patriot. Hey, it's Stu. Drumroll, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Chamonix has extended their Christmas and holiday season sale for a limited time. Give yourself the gift of looking years younger with Chamonix's brand new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum absolutely free with your order. The new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum from Chamonix means skin that is smooth as silk, free from redness, acne and acne scars, and faster collagen production. Zotique increases firmness, smoothness, and diminishes adult acne, redness, and stress breakouts. You can even say goodbye to crow's feet and laugh lines. And with its immediate effect, you're going to see results in 12 hours or less. You're going to see the difference guaranteed or 100% of your money back. That's the Chamonix promise. Call 800-577-8709 or go to GenuCell.com. Treat yourself. Get Chamonix's brand new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum, Crystal's at-home microderm abrasion treatment, exfoliating mask, and a surprise luxury gift, all free with your order today. Plus, free upgrade to priority shipping. Order now. 800-577-8709 or GenuCell.com. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenn beck program hello america and merry christmas i was told i could just say that i'm allowed to say that until like january 6th is that the 12 days of christmas well, stand by, because that date is also important for other reasons. We'll talk about that coming up in just a little bit. Plus, people are feeling frustrated. The lockdowns, stories of election fraud, and you feel like you're living in the twilight zone because you're not getting any answers from, from anyone, and no one's really talking about what matters. What can you do? That's a question that somebody just asked, and we'll talk about that. I have some answers for you. Back. After this, we'll take a quick break on the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Now, you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it's changed how well I sleep. The pillows don't go flat. You can wash and dry them constantly. And most importantly, they're made in the U.S. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow and his team. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows, the one that started it all, for his lowest price ever. You can get a standard or queen premium my pillow for just $29.98, originally $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only five bucks more. So now is the time 
time to buy these. They're great Christmas presents for friends and family. And not only are you getting the lowest price ever, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee and giving you until March 1st, 2021 to see for yourself. So go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials. There is where you're going to find the amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all other MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Call 800-966-3117. It's MyPillow.com, promo code BECK. MyPillow.com. Some interesting news out of uh, Ukraine today. I am not a fluent (laughs) speaker of the Ukrainian language, uh, but the subtitles look interesting. Uh, Some of this I will uh, share over on Twitter and we'll try and get some we'll try and get some uh, some context into this and and uh, and figure out what the truth is coming up in just a little bit. And I share that if we can. Look, I, I don't have all the answers. I think folks who pretend that they do, you have to be, uh, well, you, you, you have to watch them. And that's what we constantly get from the networks, from the usual traditional sources. Oh, they, they know everything. And of course, just let them tell you. They'll, they'll fill you in. You're not allowed to ask questions. And we just got a call from a caller last hour on the Glenn Beck program here who just mentioned that that he had had sort of reached his boiling point as well. He hears this 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 phrase stand up. What does it mean? He came to a certain and ultimate conclusion that I think uh, a lot of folks can if they go down that road of a true tyranny, and how do you fate and f- face and defy and, and defy it and defeat it? And while I'm not advocating violence at all, I think one of the ways we can fight without violence. Is just by simply asking, and I know a lot of folks are probably going to understand this, and some are just going to say, I don't get it, and I think that's the difference. If you believe in God, or, or even if you don't, spend some time in prayer asking that question, what does it look like for me? Where will I stand up? What is that point that I have to reach? For me, I share these stories on the radio. I ask the questions that may not be popular. I had a conversation with my wife the other day. We were driving back from Christmas and I was talking about certain things and how easy it would be to sell out. I love my job. I love what I do. And I'm honored and privileged to be able to do it, to be able to sit in 
this chair for Glenn Beck? That's not something I take lightly. I ultimately feel a huge responsibility every time I do. And to be able to be trusted enough to do it is something I'm still constantly in awe about. I, I got to tell you. So I pray about it when I, when I fill in. And, and, and really every day, I ask my creator, God, to give me the words that I need to share, the, the words that he wants me to speak. And I, I'll tell you, they're not always eloquent. <laughs> it's not always him. <laughs> but I just pray that what I say is what he needs me to say. And that someone who needs to hear it will. And then I just have the faith that that takes place. And I will tell you, I get messages, often, more times than not, even when I didn't expect them, from people who hear something that they just needed to hear right in that moment. And I pray that's what happens again today. But why is that so important for me and why should I share it with you is because we are in a time when what you see in the world and what the conventional wisdom may tell you just doesn't make any sense. The only way I can see to survive any of this is to ask God for guidance. Is to ask for that direction. To get my bearings, to understand how I'm off course. That's why these principles, these values, these morals, that's why our Judeo-Christian foundation matters so much because we have literally entered a day and age where you get to make your own rules just as long as you are on the right side i mean look at what's happening in the in the uh, states with these different governors and these bureaucrats telling everyone else that they've got to stay home close their their buildings and you know cuomo and newsom and our governor here in in michigan radically impacting people's lives on a daily basis, ruining their business, telling you can't go out to eat, and then Newsom goes out to eat with somebody, a bunch of lobbyists in a restaurant. You you know, rules for thee, but not for me. How do you make sense of it all? Where do you stand up? I'm telling you, the only answers, the only way you'll get any answers, I believe, is through prayer. I think we have reached a pivotal time 
where the only way things are going to make sense is if we get down our knees and we get closer to God as a nation and as individuals because the one thing I can tell you while I can't tell you what's going to happen in this election which is still in play regardless of whether the networks will tell you that or not there's still questions on what's going to happen come January 6th and then finally the 20th I can't tell you I could look at things and say well well, common sense or the conventional wisdom would lead you to believe this or to understand this well I can't tell you that I can't say for certain what I can tell you is that I've seen it in my own life and I've seen it over and over again no matter what happens God is still in control and he's still on the throne this will never change no matter what happens in the world no matter how bad things may seem this is a constant it's an eternal truth and once I personally in my life have come to terms with this no matter what I face no matter what it is it's a bit easier I feel the comfort Now everything isn't sunshine, rainbows, unicorns, and puppies, and all that stuff, right? I've got a baby right now who just turned three weeks old. She was born three months before her due date. She is my everything, my entire world right now. There's nothing more that I would love to just be right there with her, holding her in this moment. But she's in the hospital. My wife and I would love to bring her home, and soon we will, with God's grace. My wife went into labor, and her water broke back on December 1st. And that eventually led to that baby being born a little less than a week later. And without a lot of answers and chaos swirling around us seemingly at the moment, what else could I do but trust those folks who are highly trained and specialized caring for her in the hospital? What else could I do but literally give it to God? I know that sounds cliche. I know that sounds like some slogan you'll read on a poster somewhere. But it's literally been the difference that's kept me going. Make of that what you will. What do you do next? How do you stand up? I believe that's an answer only you can get from God. 
take a quick break. We'll be back right after this with more good news. Justin in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program. President Trump created millions of jobs, saved the economy from a worldwide pandemic, and led the effort to discover a vaccine at warp speed. America rewarded President Trump with over 74 million votes, more votes from African Americans, Latinos, and Jewish Americans than any Republican in decades, suggesting a landslide victory. But something happened. Some states rushed out mail-in ballots, a recipe for fraud. Biden ballots added in the middle of the night. Suitcases of ballots added in secret in Georgia. Illegal aliens voted. And in Arizona, Trump votes were discarded. It's an outrage. Help President Trump fight back. Text fraud to 88022. Demand they inspect the machines and hear the evidence. Text fraud to 88022. Stand up for President Trump. Text today. Paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Inc. How do you stand up? Again, that is an answer that only, I believe, you and your creator can come up with. Hey, it's Justin Barkley today in for uh, Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. We appreciate you being here. From Grand Rapids, Michigan on WOOD, that's Wood Radio. I'm in the same boat with you. Um, I have a lot of the same questions, and I, and I don't have all of the answers. And I just explained in my life, I'm okay with that because I don't, need to I don't need all the answers I just need to know what am I going to do with my next step have the faith that I have and then take the next step that's what happened when this woman decided she she was just done in this drugstore this was her way of standing up she said, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just done. I'm not participating anymore. COVID patients. This has never happened. And how, and how, I'm not history. saying there are, I'm not saying COVID's not real. I'm just it's, saying I'm not sick. Well, I'm not sick and asymptomatic spread has been shown to be a myth. So why am I going to be treated like a sick person? Do you know that there have been fewer deaths overall in 2019 than there were in 2018? Look it up. Fewer deaths overall. All they've done is recategorize all the deaths. This is not what they're telling us it is. It's a lie. This is a lie, I'm telling you. It's a lie. And everyone's buying it. And it'll go on and on and on as long as they feed us this lie and we comply with it. And I am done. Tonight, I reached a breaking point. I'm done. She went on to say, by the way, that she's moving. She's not going to stay where she's at in a, and obviously in a state where she's been locked down. Trying to find out who she is. I would love to talk to her. she says she's done now i am not in the same position that she's in i'm done with a lot of this too i still wear a mask when i go out to places i just do i have to wear one when i'm in the hospital i mean i know the way some people are wearing the mask and the way we're handling them 
there are questions about whether or not that could cause spread of virus. I don't, I don't get into arguments at stores with people because I don't personally feel like that's productive. I don't think this woman in this video knew that this was being videotaped and that it would go viral. And that little tiny act of defiance in that one little moment might be enough to spark a revolution. And I'm not talking about violence, but I'm talking about people stepping up together to say that they're done with this. I saw in the spring here in Michigan something I've never seen before. It's completely unprecedented, and I know that word's overused this year, but people stood up from all over the state to drive to the Capitol for what they called a drive-by protest. Thousands of vehicles, miles and miles and miles packed in a traffic jam that sent a message. These weren't Republicans. These weren't Democrats. These were just people in Michigan sending a message that they'd had enough. And I know these were people of all different backgrounds. Some, I know, took their kids because it was such a historic moment. This is April 30th. And we got a little bit of a reprieve in our state, but we're locked back down again. They do polling. They talk to uh, folks in the media who are complicit and go along with them to continue to spread this message. But you saw the story from CNN that I shared earlier. More Americans are out. They are traveling for the holidays. Even though they were told not to because they're done. Whatever your little act of defiance looks like. Maybe that's all that's needed from you. I don't know. Maybe it's picking up a phone and calling people. When it comes to this election and the alleged fraud and what we're looking at here, there, there, there are people that say you need to call certain individuals. I'll give you who those people are coming up in a little bit. But let me grab a phone call really quickly before we uh, have to move on. Janice in Minnesota is up next. Janice, we appreciate you being here today on the Glenbeck program. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I, I One thing stood out to me when you said return to honesty. That would have been an absolute perfect Logan for President Trump for this second um, presidential campaign. Not only a good slogan, but I think it's actually um, would be a good name for a movement, like a vehicle for all Americans from all walks of life, whether it's uh, voters or politicians or business owners or doctors, for everyone to come together to stand up for honesty and against this tyrannical debacle that they've been trying to put you know push on us yeah janice i appreciate the phone call yeah i i do and and i think you're right it's more than a slogan though right it is a movement it's a call for truth we need that return to honesty tell you about how i plan to continue walking down that road coming up in just a bit after the break you can join us too at 888-727-BECK this is the glenn beck program 
Seth Talbot here again with my dad, Pete, with Relief Factor. And tens of thousands of people are now taking 100% drug-free Relief Factor every day. Seth is right. Getting out of the chair or taking those nice long walks is painful. Whatever the pain from just getting older or even exercise, maybe you should do what this person did. I lived for decades in a lot of extreme pain with my lower back and legs. And I heard about Relief Factor on the radio. I tried a three-week quick start. I'm so grateful to Relief Factor that I've gotten my life back. We know one thing for sure. People want a drug-free solution to their pain, back, neck, hip, shoulder, or knee pain, which is why the medical doctors who did the research also put together the formula for Relief Factor. Then we created the three-week quick start and discounted it to only $19.95 to make it as easy as possible to see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. Yeah, welcome back in. Justin Barclay from Wood Radio, W-O-O-D in Grand Rapids, filling in today for Glenn Beck on the Glenn Beck program. It's an honor and a privilege as always. And I, you know, I was just talking about this, but I don't take this stuff lightly. I will be back on New Year's Eve. And one of the things I'd like to do is talk about your predictions for the coming year. I kind of chuckle because... I don't know. Um, I certainly didn't see this year coming the way it turned out. I don't think a lot of us did. <laughs> and I'll tell you, and I, I mentioned this earlier, but I I don't know if we can even see a couple of weeks down the road at this point, let alone an entire year. But I think it might be kind of fun to do that. So we'll, we'll have more uh, coming up on Thursday on New Year's Eve. I, for one, will be glad to put some of this year behind us not all of it though because again as i mentioned i talked about this new uh, christmas eve when i was filling in there has certainly been a lot of strangeness to this year and a lot of there's been a lot of pain but mixed in with it there have been some bright and shining moments in our lives personally like i said the birth of my child who I never expected, and we never expected in a million years that she'd be born three weeks or, or three months early. And she'd be here now. We'd be celebrating her first Christmas with her in the NICU at the hospital here. But we are. And as hard as that is, we are so grateful that she's here and that she's healthy. That's really... 2020 in a nutshell for me it puts a lot of perspective a lot of things into perspective and as much as we're suffering boy i gotta tell you this is the greatest country on the face of the planet it is incredible through it all uh, many have had food to eat many have had clothes on their backs and and even better 
one of the ways I get perspective every morning, and this is this is this is kind of what I was talking about earlier when I said, you know, I can't control what's happening around me. The only thing I can do is control how I respond to it, how I react to it. And who I turn to in any situation. That's my faith. But one of the reasons and one of the ways I'm able to respond in such a way is that I focus on the good. It has been a year full of miracles, one after the other. And maybe, again, we're just being set up to see those miracles a little clearer than ever before. And my best friend is uh, like a brother to me, and I mentioned earlier on Christmas Eve a little bit of his story through this year. I'm not going to go through it all, but I will tell you that he has witnessed those very same miracles. You know, this is a guy who his back has been against the wall. He's seen it all and thought maybe some of the darkest nights that maybe it was the end. He, um, he'd been suffering, going through kidney failure and issues for quite some time. He'd been in and out of hospitals and through it with the doctors who told him various different things through the years. And in a very tough time in his life, just after he had lost his mom in the beginning of this year, he found out that he had cancer in those kidneys that were failing him. He had been on a list waiting for a transplant. And so now he investigated. He had to look at all of the options that were on the table, and he did look at some really revolutionary and cutting-edge ways that they could cut the cancer out, take care of the kidney, whatever it was. He spent many sleepless nights fighting. And in fact, um, he found that they could take his kidneys out. And then, not too long afterwards, do a kidney transplant with not one, but uh, two. He had actually two people that ended up being a match. But before that had to happen, he had to get the surgery done. The only problem, our state was shut down. Back in the spring, our governor said no elective surgeries. And the surgery that would remove his cancerous kidneys, that would ultimately save his life, was deemed elective. You know, 
Just the same as maybe having a mole removed that you just didn't like anymore. Elective. He had to fight. And he didn't give up. And I don't know still to this day how he sustained. But I have a bit A bit of a clue of where his hope comes from and where he found the energy to just persist and keep going. Even when faced with that, that, that uh, initial phone call to the hospital trying to get everything scheduled, they said, we won't be able to do this because the ban hasn't been lifted. He didn't take no for an answer. And God had other plans because they were able to schedule and then finally do that surgery. After it was all said and done with, couple of months down the road and boy it was a rough a rough few months without those kidneys constantly having to go to dialysis and that in and of itself was quite a trial all continuing to keep business operating for multiple businesses that he has um, what, what I witnessed him go through, I wouldn't, wouldn't wish on my own worst enemy. But I saw him prevail because just a couple of months down the road, he was able to have that transplant surgery successfully. And to this day, he continues to improve and do better and better each day. He's been in my prayers, and I know he's been in this audience's prayers before. And I only tell you this story to show you that there is some hope. That those prayers work. Because even as we face uncertainty in today, and in the next coming weeks, and the year ahead, if not more. I can tell you that there is hope that even when it looks like all, all is lost, that it just may not, it may not be. Because again, God is still in control and he's still on the throne. My friend found out that when he had that surgery that they called elective, that almost couldn't have been done. It ran right down to the wire. When he had that surgery, the docs who operated told him afterwards, That it was just in the nick of time. If it had been 
just a little bit later, that cancer would have spread from the kidney to the rest of the body. And that would have been that. Today, he is a walking, talking, living, breathing miracle. He is a testament of what God can do. Even when all else seems that it's lost. I know many other people that would have thrown in the towel. And rightfully so. So America, what we're going through right now may just be another chapter in our glorious history. You can't have a testament without the test. And I know we're being tested. But I have faith. I believe. It's my prayer that no matter what happens, I continue to acknowledge God's got a plan. I don't know what it is, but the key here is I don't have to. And you don't either. We just have to continue to take the next step. Ask him, what is it? I don't know. But he'll tell us. He'll show you. As he has throughout time. And our glorious history of this nation. So many times. Over and over again. So what's your next step? What's mine? We'll talk about that next. Stay with us. Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Has a new home crossed your mind? Maybe you want something bigger or you're ready for a new neighborhood? Well, listen to this. Mortgage rates continue to be at historic lows, which means home ownership is incredibly affordable, especially when you work with American Financing because they're top-rated, family-owned mortgage lender that has been working for you, helping homeowners for the last 20 years, doing what it takes to get you into a home for less. They don't work for the bank. They work for you. A custom loan program to down payment assistance to affordable monthly payments. Their mortgage consultants can do it all without ever charging you any upfront fee, without any high pressure or anything like that. Process simple, straightforward. They're even open at night and on weekends. So get your financial house in order and don't put off your dream home. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440 or apply online at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, The election, the stimulus, uh, I don't know. 
I don't know where this like a lot of questions today about uh, what the uh, president signed last night. He still wants two thousand dollars. What will happen today? We still don't have those answers. And he did say this a couple of days back. Congress found plenty of money for foreign countries, lobbyists and special interests while sending the bare minimum to the American people who need it. It wasn't their fault. It was China's fault. Not their fault. He railed against the pork in that bill and, of course, uh, then signed it. So what happens next? I don't know. Here's what I do know. You'll hear about it first. We'll be talking about it here. And, of course, again, as I said, no matter what happens earlier, my faith has been critical in getting me through this year. And I'd love to share that with you, of course. If you want to know the good news, the news that they're not sharing with you anywhere else, I've got a, something called the Good News Letter where I can share some of those things with you. Justin Barclay, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y, justinbarclay.com slash good news. And I'd be happy to share that with you. If you missed our Christmas Eve program, all of those miracles, including what I just shared with you, you can hear that and more uh, over on the podcast section there at glenbeck.com. We've got those loaded up and ready to go. Now, what do you do? How can you stand up? How can you fight? What's the next step? Every day, I know this sounds silly, and it might be, but maybe not. Every day, I focus on what's good. I write down just three things that are amazing in my life. And I'll tell you this, there's never a shortage of things to be grateful for, to be thankful for. I focus on the good, no matter how bad it seems. And if this is one thing that you can learn to pick up in the coming year, in the coming days, no matter what happens, give thanks for those things, I'm telling you, it will dramatically shift your life in ways that you can't ever even believe. It has for me. That's my prayer for you. That's going to do it for today. I'll be back New Year's Eve, Thursday morning, right here on the Glenn Beck Program. It's always a pleasure to sit in this chair for Glenn. Justin Barclay from WOOD, that's Wood Radio in Grand Rapids. Find me all over social media, at Mr. Justin Barclay. Make it a great day, and God bless. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Right now, everybody's around on the last curve and into the uh, next year and hopefully making plans to be spending time with family and friends, gathering and breaking bread together this holiday season. Seasons change, and I always think this time of the year is the best because it brings out the best in all of us. Well, no matter what your holidays look like, I can pretty much guarantee that you're going to benefit from having a rec tech because part of that best of this holiday is getting together for food and cooking every meal together and having it turn out just right. So whether it's grilling, smoking, or even baking, Rectech is going to rise to the challenge every time. With its amazing smart grill technology, the Rectech monitors everything you cook in it to the tiniest detail, making sure to adjust the temperature as needed without you. And you can control it entirely from an app on your phone or device. So follow Rectech on all social media and sign up for their newsletter to get great recipes. It's Rectech with a Q at the end. R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. Um, there is a there's a nightmare that's going on. 
the left could be on the brink of controlling the future of this nation and our kids. And they have been funded by giant corporations like Verizon, who took your hard earned money when you paid your bill and used to help you know, put radicals in power. One of the reasons I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile is they've never sent a dime to leftist causes and none of your dollars like they are if you're with Verizon will go there. You can switch with confidence. Everybody's on the same towers. You get great customer service, and you're going to probably save money as well. Lots of it. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call their U.S.-based customer service team now and switch at 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders will save even more. Make the switch today. Same service, lower price, and the values you believe in. Get free activation and a special gift with the offer code Beck. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972 Patriot.